babies. Thank you, Irene. Hey, we all got the black shirt memo today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that funny? And your shirt doesn't even fucking look black. Well, it's this fucking camera. It's black as black, baby. <laughs> Is this the camera that uh, uh, Simple Mind Sports Show gifted you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't believe it. Is this Billy Banged Up Day today, too? Feels like this it. is the one, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh great. great. It's not like great. we have a long night ahead of us. It's the first show of three. So uh, I, I switched the water, though, so hopefully I'll even out here in a little bit. Okay, good. Um, how many edibles did you take, though? I just did that, but I've been drinking fucking vodka lemonade since about 1130 this morning. So let's have a day. Sunday is uh, Sunday is Bill's day. Uh, okay. Every that, day is Bill's day. Let's be honest true. with each other. This is the queen. This yeah. is the. This queen. is his life. This is his world. We're just living in it. You're just jealous, right? You come on here. You're always so miserable. I'm out here living life, having a great time. You're contemplating suicide and leaving for cigarettes and never returning. Like you see the difference. See, like this is the way you should live your life. It's the way you should live your life. You're just gonna have to be so much better. You'll be so much happier in life, right? <laughs> That's all I want to see for you, baby girl. Ray, do you have anything to say? Nope. <laughs> Welcome to the Simbine Sports Show. Monday headlines, August I third. Second. 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 Calendar hasn't flipped yet. That was that was gonna be that was never oh, gonna happen yeah. for me. No, no. I know it's the first today, because tomorrow's the second. This is Monday. This is Monday headlines, the Simbine Sports Show. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, rate review. If you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, share it, uh, and then do it all over again. Um, welcome to the Super Mind Sports Show. I like when Bill's drunk like this because he's very uh, enlightful, passionate. Enlightful's not a word. Yeah, it's not a word. <laughs> not Are you sure. Enlightened and <laughs> insightful are both insightful. two different words. I, no, not fuck together. You, I, I combined them. It's my it's I bottom of the total bowl of dumb. That's I don't one. do words well. Write that fucker down in crayon with your left hand, and let's see if let's see if we can get that into Webster's. Uh, Bill is very enlightful today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what does enlightful mean? <laughs> Fucked up. That's what. It, that's it. <laughs> that's how that definition is going to go. Uh, speaking of that, if you're going to drink, please do it responsibly, not like the bottom of the trash bag of dumb that is Bill. I just came up with that. Ooh, new one I too. like that. I like bottom that of the trash bag that's of dumb. Uh, that's not quite. I'm, I'm not that dumb. I am not that dumb. Trash bags <laughs> sometimes float, so you can catch them. Depends on the equilibrium of the. All right. So uh, <laughs> if you're going to drink responsibly, please do it with white birch brewing our favorite new hampshire craft brewery what do you got there ray the golden lager oh you've been digging on those things too and you know you're going to get tall boys down at white birch brewing uh at uh national new hampshire ray address please 460 amherst street the good side of amherst street uh head on down to the brewery get yourself some uh all-american lagers there if you can't get down to the golden golden lagers well i was just saying the can. it's all american jesus jesus christ right you'll never move from down here (laughs) i'll take back what i said about bill God damn it, Ray. How do you miss mother jokes like that? And he puts his hand over his crotch. It's just like your mother. That That's a perfect landing spot for that. Keep up. God damn it. Because uh, he's got what... two in the chamber right now. I can't fucking do anything right now. He's on a roll. Ray is already fucking. He's already oh, shook. We're five minutes in. Already in his head, baby. I live rent free. Rent fucking free. 
<laughs> maybe a little bit more of that golden lager. Sorry, Ray. Uh, no we'll get you back in your toes. Uh, if you can't get down to the breweries to catch that, get your local beer store, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boy sent you a white birch brewing. Uh, this should quiet Bill up for a second. We're going to start Celtics, Raymond. We're going to start some Boston Celtics. I, I know that there's, you know, this is a, is a really good time for sports generally. July is the dog days of summer, as they like to be called. It's a dead zone for sports. Nay, nay, not anymore. This shit's been popping off, so there's a lot to get to. We're going to start here with the C's. Uh, Brad Stevens is on a war path. This guy is fucking drunk with power, and I absolutely love it. So um, it was the NBA draft, which we'll get to. Very boring. Uh, the Celtics selected some French guy at 45 overall. Nothing to report there. We'll touch on it briefly. Some white guy signed, too. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Bill. Uh, more importantly, what came through after the draft were a couple of successive trades here by Brad Stevens. The first being Tristan Thompson and his Kardashian ass was shipped down to Hotlanta. Uh, and in return, Chris Dunn, which is an interesting little thing for from Boston. He went to Providence. He was very um, highly regarded as a, a pick for the Boston Celtics in whatever draft Jalen Brown went. Uh, Chris Dunn, I think, went five or seven overall. Four. Brown. He was went four to four to the Bulls, no, was Tim, a, but he was on the Bulls. Yeah, because oh, he got traded for Zach Levine. Yeah, he right he, was it because yeah. Uh, yeah, he started his like career that. with the Bulls. I, I just remember from that time period that people were very much in on Chris Dunn, and the Celtics took Jalen Brown, which was people weren't happy with it. Obviously, well, the whole Jaylen fan base uh, booed Wick in the fucking press <laughs> the, the live draft day was good on that one for one of his last good moves. Anyway, uh, regardless, Chris Dunn is linked to be on the move. Ray, you had mentioned that first when that trade went down. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. And then the very next day, uh, Moses Brown, who came over in that deal with Kemba Walker and Al Horford, he was flipped to Dallas for Josh Richardson and his 11 million point something dollar salary, which eats up the rest of the TPE that Danny Ainge stupidly spent on Evan Fournier. So, you know, hey, round of applause for Brad Steven, not letting that 11 million dollars go to shit. Um, bringing in a guy that uh, frankly sucked last year in Josh Richardson, but was good on Miami a couple seasons back. He's a depth piece. He's a three and D guy. We'll see what he can do for you. But um, uh, more importantly, it looks like Brad is setting himself up to go get a max contract guy, <clears throat> Brad Lee Beal next year. Um, there's a lot of things that have to play with that, but he's bringing on expiring deals. He, he's leaving himself open um, next season. And uh, last piece on the Celtics news, and I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Ray. Uh, a part of that, in terms of Brad Stevens setting himself up for next year, we heard Evan Fournier reportedly wants four years, $80 million. That's a $20 million AAV per year. The Celtics immediately came out and said, no, 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 we're not giving you that fucking contract. And I think rightfully so, because if they're looking to be as flexible as possible next year to bring in a max guy or close to it, Obviously, you can't have $20 million on the books for Evan Fournier. What do you think he's worth it or not? Most would probably say no. I throw it over to you, Ray. What do you think? I don't think he's worth it. I think one year, like you're saying, so he can still play with that max uh, deal for next year because you have so many free agents coming up that are max kind of guys next year. So you want to have that flexibility, even if you can't get a Bradley Beal, someone on that pipeline that can get a max deal. So, yeah, I think uh, Brad Stevens is doing the wise thing, unlike what Danny would do in freeing up cap space getting the pieces that you can like bargain basement uh, shopping right now. So you can still have a competitive roster, but set yourself up for gold next year. Yeah. And to your point, when you say the one year on our Texas chain, it said the, the contemplation was sign Evan Fournier for an overmarket deal for this year. So you can stay competitive and shit. I'd still pay him one year, 25 million. 
I'd pay him one year, 27 million, whatever the fuck, you know, who cares at that point, as long as his money's off the books next, next season, Bill, uh, what do you think of, what do you think of these moves? The Chris Dunn, uh, Josh Richardson, the greater thought process here with Brad Stevens. I mean, the, the, the big thing is with throwing Marcus Smart, you have $30 million in expiring contracts this year. So, I mean, if you, you, if you want to make a move for a, a max guy this year, you have, you have the chance to do it with the expiring contracts. I mean, these teams that want to rebuild, you know, Damian Lillard's been floated out there. He's 44. You got 30 million inspiring. You could kind of flip something like that. You know, there's teams that that are going to want that, especially if you want to um, attach first round picks to it. So, I mean, it's good for him. I mean, he, he clearly showed that he didn't like shit on the roster, but it now gives you the, the flexibility this year to make moves, you know, it's a great point. Let me let me before we move on to Fournier because I didn't really put two and two. To, I think Bradley Beal's contract is 28.8, 28.9 million. To your point, Bill, you just got 30 million of expiring deals for a couple guys that you can flip if you want. And Bradley, obviously, we saw we'll get to the late the uh, Lakers trade with the Wizards. Bradley Beal is now on a fucking sinking ship. If and he's he said he's not expecting, you know, he doesn't want to trade, yada yada yada. He's playing the PR game, but come midseason, if they're out of it and the Celtics are middling or whatever. I'm sticking with Bradley Beal because there was a report that Jason Tatum is in conversations with Brad Stevens. He's letting, this was in a post game, the last Olympics uh, game. 27 point Jason Tatum. That Jason one. Tatum led these guys to a win in the third quarter on the post game was asked about the Celtics and said, yeah, you know, Brad's been talking to me. I trust bad to do the right things. He fucking wants Bradley Beal. He's made it clear. Brad Stevens is making all the moves to get him to your point, Bill, whether it's this year or in the offseason, they are setting themselves up to be available for Bradley Beal because Jason Tatum wants him. And whatever, he's a fucking leading scorer in the NBA. So, sure, go get him. Bill, Sorry can I to interrupt you. Move Bill, on. can I add on real quick? Can I add on real quick? Of course. With that Tristan Thompson deal, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but he got shipped to a, uh, Sacramento from Atlanta. And yep. they're saying now it's a three-team trade. And don't be surprised if uh, Boston moves some more assets for Tristan Thompson to Sacramento. So, there could be some more guys getting off the books. So, they, we – the salary caps could be dumped more right now for what's going on. Well, I mean, you mean, if the last guy, the last guy to move, I mean, how Al Horford's the last guy with big money on there. Right. And, uh, well, the well thing they're about, saying like yeah. Carson Edwards, they're saying guys like that. Like, well, like, Edwards, like wants, Edwards wants out. Waters wants out. Cause he wants to be a real player. You know, he was the G league rookie of the year. You know, he wants to be up here playing in the NBA, but I mean, it just sets up more money too more more opportunity to move some guys to just get this year. I mean, I'm I'm fine if you overpay Fournier for one year. You know, I mean, I think, you know, like you said 25, 27 million, I'd pay him 30, just give him up one year. I mean, what else are you going to do? You're you're kind of in they say they're in on a, a bunch of guys, Patty Mills, shit like that. I mean, I, right now I think every Fournier is probably the better of the guys they're in on outside of Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Truthfully, I mean, so, I mean, you, you want to get him in one next year. And, and the thing about Al Horford, he's on a big deal this year, but his contract next year for X amount of dollars is only partially guaranteed. So you can cut him and keep, you know, eat half of that money on the, on the books right there. And it gives you more money to play with too. So teams are going to want to covet probably that contract. I mean, I'm not huge on Al Horford. You dump the first round pick and Kemba Walker to get, to get him, but it's still a favorable contract that you can start moving. I mean, Brad's actually set it up kind of building what basically what Danny did earlier with, you know, with, after the big three kind of set himself up with the Kyrie. I mean, he's kind of doing the same thing. You, you saw Pat Riley doing in Miami set up to get a superstar and that's all what he's doing that now. Can I, can I interrupt you again real quick? We have breaking Jesus. news, breaking news Two ooh, us, ooh. two superstars just declined their player options. So now they're free agents, Kawhi, Ooh, Leonard, Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul. 
Chris Paul um, signed him for three for 90, though. That's pretty much set in stone. That came out That came out Saturday, that, that deal. He's expected to sign it. He wanted to flare with the Lakers, but now he can't with Westbrook going there. Kawhi, still rumored to go back to L.A. He's probably going to sign a monster Supermax deal. I don't expect those guys to change. I mean, like I said, the report right now is Phoenix is getting um, – the Suns, but ninety Chris, million dollars. Chris, Chris Paul was getting forty four point two million dollars. So why would he on a one year deal? Now he just got fucking more money, dude. He declined it to. He gave it. Yeah, he might lose less salary this year, fourteen million dollars. But he's getting ninety million dollars over three. That's the trade. I mean, that's what he's going to get, and he's and it's less money, so they can get a they can get a fucking team. They just lost in the NBA Finals. What does he need to take forty four million dollars? He's getting two more years, and now it gives him more roster flexibility with cap wise. Same thing, fucking. You do with Jalen Brown's on a cheap deal too. I mean, that's something like that. I expect that. the um, the trend for these veterans, where for the last few years it was one and dones or one in uh, player options, like KD is still on, right? Uh, I expect that to go to long term deals, especially for a guy like Kawhi, who's in his 30s. Obviously, Chris Paul is in his late 30s. You know, that's more of a traditional type of deal you'll see for these type of guys. Guarantee yourself some some lengthy years. I wouldn't expect Kawhi Leonard to go anywhere else, but he's. Uh, he's rumored for the yeah. Knicks. He's been rumored to the Knicks, the Mavs, and the Heat. So I don't know. I think there's going to be a bidding we'll war. See. The greater point here, he's not coming to the Celtics. The Celtics, first of all, they don't have room for him this year. Uh, third of all, it's not. I think Brad Stevens has a plan, and I think his plan is fucking Bradley Beal. Uh, but I also think, it, to a greater point, to uh, he, next year, he's going to have flexibility to take any opportunity and avenue that he has to take. What if uh, it was Kyrie Irving? Fuck you, Bill. Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> Team Kyrie, baby. And Kyrie's stupid fucking shoes. Honestly, I think Kyrie is – I don't think they take him. I think that his I reputation around the league is dog shit now. And he the called Nets us racist. Fuck him. Yeah, what? the Nets Team have Kyrie. been rumored to, uh, to try to get rid of him. The Knicks don't even want Kyrie Irving. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the to finish here uh, on the Brad Stevens thought, I like, I think it's a plus so far. He's been a plus so far. He got rid of Kemba's uh, contract. We'll see what the, what OKC and Presti does with him. If they get better uh, assets than Al Horford, then, you know, maybe we can question it, but it's off the books. It's off the books. The worst contract in the league. Uh, and now Celtics these- should have got Sam Presti. Well, that's another story for another day. I don't know. Brad, Brad Stevens looks okay. Looks like he's doing okay. He's building, I like a, it. he's building a roster of veterans with defensive presence that come in. He, his quote um, two days ago when asked about the, the deals was pretty honest. It was, this was after the, um, the draft, actually. He said, basically, you know, this, there wasn't a lot of fireworks at this draft. There weren't going to be. We explored getting up in the draft, but it wasn't worth it. We have, our, we have our plan. We have what we want, and what we're looking for is experience and edge. The same thing we've been calling for for three fucking years. And to your, I think you just said it earlier, Bill. You can tell Brad Stevens was pissed. He was given a roster of babies that he had to look after during COVID. And he's just cleaning ship, getting rid of all of them. And I will not be surprised if Marcus Smart is one of those guys to move this year. I think he's looking to get rid of I'll him. I'll actually I think he knows respect him. Biggest problem in the locker room. Yeah. I'll, I'll respect his Mikus looking ass if he, he turns this team around and, and puts it in a winner. But uh, I don't, I just, uh, Jerry's still out. I mean, you have to say, like we said, a very unconventional move, taking your coach and moving to a gym with absolutely no experience. You got fired, but you got a promotion. Who's ever fucking heard of that? <laughs> but, Ray, doesn't it, doesn't it scream like now 
well, whether they're failing up, whether the Celtics ownership is failing upwards here and it's working is one thing, but it's pretty evident that Brad Stevens had his pulse on this team and what the problems were, and he is fixing them immediately and building a roster that he thinks will work around Jason and Jalen. Well, he was and, right there. And, he was right he there. Was on the the guy, exactly yeah. my point. He was the guy. He's the yeah. best guy to probably do it. He had the best view out of all of us. He was in the locker room with these guys. He knows exactly what the problem was. He knows that these guys that he had, they weren't coachable. They weren't the uh, superstars that Danny thought they were going to be and all these uh, trade prospects that he stashed away on this fucking terrible team and the bench that we never had. I mean, I think Brad knows exactly what he wants. He knows what the DNA of this team is. He knows what Jason and Jalen want, and he's going out there and getting it, and he's delivering right now. Yeah, I'm for it. I'm absolutely yeah. for him. So good for him. We'll see. Uh, and I don't think we're done. I don't think he's done at all. Nope. Um, I think there's a lot to come here. So we'll see. Um, yeah, that draft was pretty goddamn boring. Yep. I don't even know who they drafted. I didn't want, I didn't see any pick. I knew Detroit had the first pick. Him. Congratulations. I, all I know is they signed some undrafted white guy that could shoot. The I don't Celtics know his name. Did, yeah. The Celtics guy. I don't know his name, but I heard he could shoot. Cade uh, Cunningham was the number one overall pick uh, from then until number 45 where the Celtics pick couldn't tell you what happened. Uh, they signed a guy named Bruno from France. And oh, that's, where Bruno. He, that's where he shall stay. He's another. I sounded more nine. Spanish, right? No, Bruno. You never seen Bruno. I've seen Bruno, but that sounded nothing like it. You just sounded Spanish. I'm just saying. You're drunk, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Bruno is a six, nine wing. Nice. At, uh, nice. Athletic. Nice. Athletic wing, uh, rim runner type of player. He is he does not fit into this equation whatsoever. It doesn't matter. The best thing to come out of draft night, uh, Ray and I were recording when this happened and Ray broke it. Uh, Russell Westbrook traded to the Lakers for a couple bags of poo-poo. And uh, that's it. LeBron this is James such horseshit. Yet again, gonna... gets whatever he wants at 37 years old, chasing another title, grabs another all uh, Hall of Fame player. Two does Hall of Fame four, MVP Does players. LeBron have four or five? Or uh, LeBron has um, two with the Heat, one, one with, with the Cavs, Cavs one, and one with the Lakers. Lakers. Okay, so four. four. Oh, God, I it's fucking four, hate you. Isn't he four and uh, one, two, three, four? Isn't, is he four and four? No, he has a loser. Oh, record. he's got like four and five. Five. Four, four and six. Four and six. Lost two with the, the Cavs, one with the. He lost his first one with the Cavs. Yep. He lost yep. one with the Heat. Two with he, the Heat. Dallas and San Antonio. Yeah. Oh. Two with the heat. He's four yeah. and six. Yeah. Nice. 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 Four nice. and six. Brady's seven and three. Three. Jordan, six. Yeah. And oh. Would you rather well, be seven and three or six and oh? Six and oh. Six and oh. Three losses, baby. Would no, probably, actually, I t- hold on. I take it back. Seven, seven and three, because it was the same argument with Brady in Montana. Okay. When, Mont- when Brady got five, it was like, would you rather be four and oh or five and two? It's like, well, I'd rather be five and two. So I mean, I don't give a shit. You, you made it more. You, you get the winning record. This, yep. this is the with with uh, LeBron being four and six. It's a losing record. Not a good look. Been there 10 years out of a he's been to the championship over 50 percent of the time he's been in the NBA. That's what do you go nine ludic- years in a row? Some ridiculous it, shit like that. Him and James Jones. <laughs> it's pretty ludicrous. But to the greater point, it's be uh, mainly because he's had Hall of Fame talent around him and he's manipulated the league to get that Hall of Fame talent around him. And this is no different. You just got the uh, the reincarnated version of Oscar Robinson, uh, what many consider to be the best point guard in the league. 
Uh, think what you want about Russell Wilson, but his skill is undeniable. We'll see what he can do with LeBron James, the best player of his generation. And you tie that next to an Anthony Davis, who's when healthy, a top five player in the league. It's another fucking example of LeBron James in this era, just doing what they do. And uh, it's boring. It's not even, I'm not even mad anymore. It's just fucking boring. It's just like, you need another fucking guy, LeBron. Like you failed one year and you need to go get another guy because you can't get that team there. It's just annoying. Just I like annoying. how they said they had a meeting too. Like they called up Russell Westbrook and said, you know, let's put our differences aside and go win a championship. <laughs> Are, you <fucking> serious? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Like, oh yeah, okay, I'll sign on the dial line, of course. Oh, like, I well, can't wait until Anthony Davis tears his ACL, that fucking gap tooth fuck. I cannot wait to see the demise of the Lakers <laughs> last year. They tried this shit with Steve Nash and Dwight Howard with Kobe. Suck my dick, LeBron. Burn, Lakers, burn. Uh, that's, that's a good way to set uh, to end Couldn't that say it any better. Well, yeah, no, no, we'll leave it there. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to some more annoying uh, shit. The Red Sox completely. I'm going to call it a complete strikeout, maybe a, a foul tip into the mitt strikeout uh, type of move for this trade deadline. Obviously, we know by now Kyle Schwarber um, was the big fish that the Red Sox grabbed at the deadline. They also picked up some uh, relievers we'll get to. But here's the first thing I want to talk about. Um, is is Anthony Rizzo. Well, uh, let me just lay it out for you, okay? So here's what I'm pissed about. And yet again, it's the Red Sox being the fucking Red Sox. And the, Stay the course, Rich. Stay the, the God, course. The goddamn report, John Henry has told Bloom to go get Max Scherzer. The next day, Ray, we, I said it. I smelled bullshit as soon as this report came out. The Red Sox are not only in on Max Scherzer, but also uh, Berrios. Or Berrios how are you <sighs> I loved him. Bullshit. That was the minute that came out. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Number one, you don't have the fucking ammunition to get them. Number two, you you're, you don't have the ex- Heimbloom doesn't have the experience to pull that shit off. Number three, they're cheap. They're not going to do it. This Red Sox PR agenda that they continue to drive down our throats to try and make the fans happy. It just backfires every goddamn time. Every single time. Was it not just a couple weeks before the deadline? We said, hey, if they go add like a decent arm to the bullpen and maybe a decent bat at first base, we'll be happy. And then you get a week out and we're talking about the highest profile uh, 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 trade targets out there are scheduled. Hold the on, Sox. the best trade de- deadline ever, by the, the way. The best trade deadline ever. It, it, I get to just let me finish my goddamn rant because it just pisses me off so fucking bad. Tom Warner and those douchebags over there. Just like... You ever heard of under promise over deliver? You ever heard of that one time? Do you think the like read the room, you bastards? The South, the Red Sox are overachieving. We're already happy as a fan base. You've you've reinvigorated this fan base. You've brought people in that have not watched for two years to watch this team, and now you've just set yourself up for failure, telling us we're going to get Max Scherzer, and then you end up with Austin Davis. Like, give me a fucking break and then when Ew. you go and look at what actually happened the anthony rizzo is the one that we can get the most mad at i'll throw it over to you and we can go whatever whatever down path whatever you want but anthony rizzo going to the yankees for something called kevin alcantara and alexander viziano who's a pretty good pitching prospect at 24 years old but coming off an injured list he hasn't pitched in nearly 60 days you can match that as the red sox and more importantly the cubs took all of that contract in the in the red sox made it very clear they were not going to go over the luxury tax. If you're a Red Sox fan, you should be pissed. If you're a Red Sox player, you should be pissed. And I think we're seeing it because they just dropped three straight. Rant over. Go ahead. Yeah, Rizzo is a 
it just I with these trades, it just shows the the ineptitude of the, the Patriots farm system. Honestly, I don't think Red they've Sox. got Red Sox. Sorry, I want to say Patriots. Sorry, Red Sox. It just shows you. I mean, their top prospect, Tristan Cassius. You're not trading him for a rental. Nope. You know what I mean? And that I think if you look down their roster, Jeter Downs isn't high around the league. Jared Duran probably isn't untouchable right now. He's in the big leagues. You're not going to kind of move him for a rental. So if you go down, I mean, the guy they moved for Schwarber um, was it the 10th ranked prospect, a, a pretty good pitcher down there, low A. I think he played the last two years in A, but he was a very high throwing pitcher. Aldo, I think his name was yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, if you look at it, there are, their roster is not deep in the minor leagues and they couldn't compete for something. You could overpay for Rizzo. I mean, that's a, the biggest need. Now you went out and got Schwarber who's an outfielder that now you're going to try an injured guy with a hamstring. Who's still two weeks away. You're going to try to play him in, at first base while he's trying to rehab a hamstring. So it's like you, you traded for a guy that's two weeks away. And I get it. The only reason you made like you could have got a guy like Schwarber is because he got hurt. He had fucking, 18 home runs in like 20 games or some ridiculous pace in June. You know, 15 that's home runs in two weeks. That's the only reason you got him this year as a hitter like that. He was probably the best pure hitter on the market with the way, I mean, he's 25 home runs, you know, and you got him cause he got hurt, but still, he's still two weeks away. You needed to make guys that are making impacts. Now Hanzo Robles, he can suck my dick. He's terrible. He hasn't <laughs> okay, been good at least on. two hold years. On, hold on, hold on. Billy Rambles or Ray. Let me ask you a question. Maybe, Ray, Ray baseball, baseball, Ray, Ray. Uh, maybe you know this, or maybe not. The the two biggest needs for the Red Sox going into this deadline were pitching what? and first base. And uh, who did they acquire to meet those needs? Uh, Schwarber and a guy named Austin Davies from the Pirates, and I forgot, I forgot the other guy. The correct Rubbles. answer is nobody. Nobody they got oh, nobody oh, to fill trying. those holes. They Sorry. got nobody to fill those holes. This is not Monday night at Ray's mom house. Those holes are continued to be left empty. And they're always deep. filled. <laughs> Damn it. Though. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. You're giving them layups here, man. That's oh, a fast have, break layup. We actually have a strong worded email that we have to We have to several, to. several strong worded emails to get to. Um, uh, we'll get to those in the after show. Uh, the greater point here. So let me just uh, let me finish it up with the hands. Can I, can I go? Can I go real quick? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm going to play uh, the polar opposite of you guys. I think I like what Bloom did here because all that uh, Boston did was roast Dave Dombrowski when we sold the farm just to win a championship and then went into mediocre for the past three years. So I kind of like what he did. He's staying the course. He's building up that farm system. He's not letting go of anyone that he wants. So I kind of applaud him. And, you know, he's getting roasted by Boston right now because, you know, it's a win now kind of mentality. But he's not giving up for these rental pieces. And I kind of like that. Okay, fair, fair enough. Let me go though, Bill. Fair enough, but my so my greater uh, anger is with uh, the PR spin that we get out of Fenway constantly. It pisses me off beyond belief, and and not going over the luxury tax, which Heimbloom literally said we were cautious of it and we were aware of it. We were in on a couple of guys that would have took us over, but we're not. And what he's saying is we believe that our team in three years from now is going to be good enough where we'll be willing to go over the tax because of the penalties that you incur. Um, if you're over the tax multiple years, which bill, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's 5% of the amount you go over in the first year you have to pay in tax. If you go over 40 million in tax, which is very hard to do, you have to start giving up draft picks, which the Red Sox yeah, have done. Have they have done? Yep. Um, and to to give you an idea of what the league is like 
right now. I think the Yankees just went over the tax with their latest acquisitions. Uh, the Dodgers were over by 17 million before they got Scherzer and uh, Trey Turner and the Red Sox were under by a million. So obviously we're in COVID times. Not a lot of owners are looking to, to dump that money. I guess you can understand that, but no, fuck you. You're the Red Sox. You're worth like 200 billion fucking dollars. There's no excuse not to go over the tax. And if Anthony R- and it was paying Anthony Rizzo's contract was the reason you didn't get Anthony Rizzo, which fit both of those needs with a left-handed bat and a first baseman, then shame on you. Shame oh, on the Red Sox. So you should be mad about too. that. You should be mad about that because, to your point, Ray, they wouldn't have had to sold out the farm to get them. They're, the Yankees overpaid a little bit because they didn't have to pay the, the salary for, for Rizzo. So they actually overpaid a little bit, and you still could have matched the prospects that you sent the Yankees sent over there. You should be mad about that one. And then just real quickly to, to give you the pictures that they, uh, that they brought in here, the whopping, the whopping reinforcements that they got coming into the bullpen. Uh, Michael Chavis went to Pittsburgh for Austin Davis, who this year has a 5.74 ERA. We're not quite sure what that spin rate looks like. Uh, and uh, they sent Alex Scherf, some minor league player for Hansel Robles, who has a 4.9 ERA. Gretel. Hansel and Gretel coming to the coming to the league coming to the uh, over to Boston. Uh, I don't know. Are they going to be better than Andrezy? And uh, they just let Workman go. Do you just they just fucking let? Yeah, I trust Robles more than Brandon Workman at this point. I mean, he's still got. I do too. It's just disappointing. It's just disappointing to see. To your point, Bill, uh, in one of the craziest, best MLB deadlines we've ever seen. Something like ten All Stars removed. Um, yeah, Rizzo, Bryant, Kimbrell, Baez all shipped out from the Cubs and that fire sale. Scherzer and Trey Turner end up going to the Dodgers for Chuck. half their fucking yeah. system. Um, Nelson Cruz obviously went to Tampa earlier. Jock uh, Peterson, Adam Duvall went to the Braves. There was some, there's a lot of moves. There's a lot of big names. And how th- there's there, Kirk Gib- Gibson and uh, Ian go Gib- Gibson and Ian Kennedy going to uh, the Phillies kind of hurt. Rich, we were. Texting back and forth all day on Friday, Ray. We thought you were dead, but that's another story. And it, I said they're in on that. And then he, they, another bullpen guy. That would have been a perfect, perfect addition. You got, you could have got them both. I don't think Philly they gave up a Gibson ton. For a, sorry to interrupt. They got Gibson for a Spencer player to Howard. Be named later. No, Spencer Howard. Their Was best. It, it no. Spencer Howard. They were their best. Sure? Yeah, their best, their best pitching prospect, but he hasn't looked good in the majors. He's had a few starts this year, had a couple starts last year, but he hasn't looked good. So you got Gibson and Ian Kennedy, who's been the closer in Texas. I mean, that's a good and Gibson, uh, Gibson's like 2.9 ERA, maybe lower. He's like fifth in the league, American League right now. And he's like strike out, almost strike out a game. And you let a guy like that go. It's it, it that one hurt. I you enjoyed know, that. that. The, you were talking about that so high. And then the next thing I saw on my phone, Phillies trade for him. I was like, oh, it sucks to be you, Bill. No, that's the one. That's just shit they're in on. You'd like that's a move they have to make. And oh, of course, the Phillies gave up Spencer Howard again, their number one pitching prospect, but gives him an, another two years. Next year, he's an arbitration guy too, and it's like that's the one you wanted to hit. I mean, you want Bloom to still build for the future. That's a guy that you have control of for the next a year and a half, and that's going to help your team right now. You're you're in a tight race in the AL East, and you had two fucking bums. You're in second place now. It's the first time since June 26th. And now you, you didn't lock it up. You watched Tampa make a move. The Yankees make major moves in Joey Gallo, who's a left-handed bat in a short porch in right field. That's huge. Anthony Rizzo, another fucking guy. They added, um, I, what the fuck his name? Um, 
Heaney, Andrew Heaney out there from uh, Anaheim, another pitcher that they added to that shit rotation. So it's like they all made moves. Then you saw Toronto at Berrios and um, uh, fucking Brad Hand went there in Toronto. So it's like you saw the Red Sox get Hand and two shit back. I mean, um, Schwarber and two bags of shit. That hurts. That hurts. Like, I, I haven't wrote off the Yankees. I hope to do it after the last series, but now you saw them making reinforcements. They're only, what, four and a half, five out. Now you have the Red Sox coming off a third, uh, three straight losses to Tampa, who's surging now. They've lost five straight to Tampa right now. So, I mean, you're the only one in the division besides the shitbag Baltimore who had no, no chance to make moves, and you did nothing. I would not be surprised if fucking Toronto and – and the Yankees passed the Red Sox. I swear to God with these moves. I don't I don't think Chris Hale's coming back is enough to make this. You have Martin Perez, who's given up 35 runs in his last 40 innings, and, and fucking Garrett Richards being Garrett Richards. Those are two guys that you you got to DFA one of them, move on in the bullpen, and you can't rely on Chris Hale. As much as I want to, he's still an unknown until he starts pitching in this fucking league. He got kind of sh- not lit up Saturday in Worcester, but he didn't look great. Five, yeah. uh, five innings, you know, through 87 pitches, but he didn't look awesome. Yeah, you can hear the frustration in your voice. Um, they, uh, the Red Sox could have done more, should have done more. The players earned the right for their management to do more. And I think that they fell short. And, on, and I don't think that enough is being made on, on the biggest piece that they got in old Schwabo there. He's, he's not back for two weeks. Mm-hmm. He's not back for two. You could, loot, you could be in third in two weeks. And what's what's Kyle Schwarber going to do for you? So, um, yeah, it might be fucking a, mash. That's what he's going to do. A real rude awakening for Heim Bloom here in his Boston tenure, because, Bill, you've been waiting for the bottom to drop out on this team all season long. A lot of people have. I thought they've proven us wrong. Uh, and maybe they still have. They've been resilient all season long. This is the biggest test they're going to take, dropping four of the last five, three straight to division rivals. You're giving up that lead. Um, and yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Xander, I know you're up to opt out of Boston. They just felt like not going over the tax for this year when you have a chance at the World Series. You want to sign back in here? Think about it, you fuckbag. God, so frustrating. Told you he's off the note. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> so you know I've been saying it. Frustrating. All right, Ray, this one's for you. I know you wanted to touch on this. We're going to shift gears here into a quick hockey story, an incredible hockey it's story. Amazing. I, it's I apologize. amazing. I didn't have a chance to really – to really uh, dive into well, this. It's a, oh, I, it's a doozy. I'm turn it over to you guys <laughs> then. Uh, Evander Kane makes uh, – he's been making headlines for a year on um, his bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, Chapter 7. His lack uh, – yeah. It, After signing a monster deal. Monster so, deal. Yeah, it makes about six, seven a year. Remember yeah. when they uh, it came out, people thought that the Jose Sharks – San Jose Sharks were filing for bankruptcy, like, and then it was no, it was just Evander Kane, like he's just in that. <laughs> Dude, much he level. got sued from a casino, five hundred grand. Yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> the latest headline here is his ex-wife came out and said basically that he was to throwing games to, <laughs> to win uh, some gambling uh, to to make some money on gambling to pay down his debts. Um, that's as far as I got. Sorry. Oh, uh, there's Ray, more to it. So ahead, his, wife, his wife's been on social media. Basically, uh, Vander Kane's over in Europe right now in a luxury hotel while his house is getting foreclosed on. And I believe she's either pregnant or has a Ooh, young, I didn't hear this. I love young, it. young child. The house is getting foreclosed on. She's in the process of moving while he's out there in Europe with uh, luxury hotels, you know, going to fancy dinners. Uh, this is all on her social media. She posted on an Instagram story and uh Basically, the next one was, you know, up to Gary Bettman saying, how can you let a player in your league bet on his own team and the outcome of his game? And that's when a lot of news stories started to go in and then AHL is now investigating it. But yeah, basically, this guy's a fucking shitbag. He doesn't care about his wife and his fucking family. He's out in Europe spending money that he actually filed for bankruptcy. And now 
there's word that he's betting on NHL games that he's involved in. So that's a fucking recipe for disaster for this guy. Sounds like a scoring wife, ex-wife. You know, I mean, she's she's blasting him on social media, traveling mm-hmm. Europe. Then it's like, hey, I need some more attention to this. And this is the shit that happens. Team, <laughs> team, team Evander Kane right here. I know he's a degenerate gambler, but I don't. He had his best season last year. Classic the, Billy Trash. Yeah, game. One Classic shit bag to another. <laughs> hey, it's a scoring uh, wife. I can't wait for it to come out true. Yeah, here. I mean, here's the great. I know. Right? Doesn't it sound shady? It all sounds shady. Where I know we're hot take artists here, and we're supposed to pick a side, but I guarantee it's shit on both sides. I guarantee oh, yeah. Evander Kane does not have a clean record. Maybe it's here. not his baby. <laughs> well, that's very possible. True. I I just uh, yeah, it sounds like everyone is a bad party. Be Joe Thornton's. None of it is. Well, that'd be pretty easy to identify <laughs> with. Uh, so, but wild story. Wild story. I mean, this might sound bad, but I kind of hope it comes out that he did throw games because a good mm-hmm. gambling, like a good gambling uh, uh, conspiracy theory thing that comes through in sports, he doesn't get much better than that, especially like when people are throwing games. Oh, I'd love it. Evander <laughs> would get dragged, especially oh. in a sport like hockey where, with like the fans are so fucking die hard. Uh, I heard, well, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretentious about their it, fucking sport. Like nothing can not nah, just like the that. stupid Canadians. <laughs> it would be so juicy. Um, but even if, if not, he gambled if on, like, ooh, but what ooh. if he even comes out and he just gambled like on NHL? I left that one alone. Uh, Pete Rose uh, didn't get, has never gotten, is never going to the MLB so no. for gambling on his team. So Evander Kane will get dragged and he's no Pete Rose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, juicy stuff, juicy story there. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, all right. And then lastly, uh, I just wanted to give a quick little uh, Olympics update because in the last, so this was Saturday, I guess that swimming ended the United States swim team fucking dominates. I know this That's is in the year, world. Every Olympics, they always dominate. And I know that Michael Phelps was uh, record breaking. This one didn't quite touch that, but it came pretty freaking close. And it's always impressive to see. So the U.S. got 30 medals, 11 of them golds. Caleb Dressel and his intimidating tattoos. Bill, you must love this guy. Got five golds, set some world, set a world record in the Just 100, speedo. Uh, 100 meter free. Uh, Bobby Finke. Uh, won the 800 and Katie Ledecky <laughs> continues her uh, tear uh, in collecting golds. They just fucking crushed. They just absolutely crushed. Uh, yeah, they right. were dominant of the swim. So that's all it is. Yeah, you guys keep fucking slap dicks. Uh, <laughs> let me finish this up. Uh, Xander Shafley wins gold in golf for America. Track and field, Marcel Jacobs of Italy, but he was born in Texas. So I'm going to take that one. Uh, he won. Oh, bullshit. When's the last time an Italian? When's the last time an Italian? Yeah. When's the last time an Italian? No. Fucking gold. That's an American. He's an American. He's from Texas. He's an American. Yeah. Yeah. That means he couldn't make the American team. I enjoyed the women though. The women 100, all three Jamaicans placed. That was amazing. Did you see that one? If she was like, she's like the one that won gold. If I wasn't pointing to the skies, I could have ran faster, but I didn't care or some shit like that. <laughs> hey, ask me if I watched the track and field race. No, I didn't because they're boring and dumb. After off watching all of these, uh, did you watch uh, beach volleyball today? Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Canadian uh, team is who Pretty I'm rooting for. Yeah. Uh, Miss Wilkerson, uh, kudos. <laughs> I, it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, after what watching, happened to, I, can I, I stop you? Real, no, let me stop you. What happened? What happened to American volleyball, beach volleyball? They uh, died they, with the two hot chicks. Yeah, yeah the missing whatever, whatever. The big redheaded woman. No, no, thank you. Great yeah. butts on those two too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, just swallow your whole. 
The, anyway, I know the, the shorts the, are there. You're a dick. Let me just, God damn it. Let me just say this. I have followed more Olympics, this Olympics, than I ever have before because of this show. Number one, it's extremely hard. I don't know how people do it. I, I don't know what's live. I don't know what's not live. I don't know what they're, if, if this is a medal race, if it's not, this is a qualifier. I don't know what the hell is going on until it's done. And then someone tells me if they want a medal or not. It's really, really frustrating. This is a simple mind sports show. So that take that with a grain of salt. Uh, and secondly, after watching all these sports, track and field is by far the most boring sport. Oh, fuck the, you. By far. Far the most boring of them all. That's because you can't run. Yeah. You... <laughs> yeah. Who are you talking to, Bill? Fuck you. You run like run. Steven Seagal. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, the, the latest uh, metal Look it count. Up. <laughs> the latest metal count, the United States, 59, China, 51, and the fake Russians, 42. Uh, China's got 24 golds. The United States have 20. Let's pick it up. Uh, but let's call that 21 because we're stealing the Italian's uh, fastest man in the world because he's from Texas. Uh, this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show. Monday headlines, August, 4, August 3rd, uh, August 2nd. August 2nd. God damn it. Jesus. Flip your calendar, you idiot. <laughs> we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, okay, uh, welcome to the after show. Let's get into some strongly worded emails. It's been a while. <laughs> I like how he even had headers on it. Yeah, well, I is that what you like? Because the first one I'm going to read here, which is the second one we got, um, it does. It's not addressed to anybody, but we know exactly who it's addressed oh, to. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, this is a strongly worded email from our uh, one of our <laughs> listeners. Oh, it's uh, been a while. I love Uber, it. Uber, right? It's just titled <laughs> "Wrestling," yeah, with a capital W, and this is how it starts. What are you guys fucking stupid? <laughs> No question mark. So let me. Just so like, he know. Well, he knows that we're stupid. So that's what why are you guys <laughs> fucking stupid? Now it still sounds like a question because it is. Uh, wrestling was the original Olympic event. I did that in high school, and it is a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> you know, it's harder than it looks. That's you. Never mind. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been leaving so many of them alone this tonight. <laughs> uh, so. Did a little wrestling in high school. That <laughs> thinks he's got to stand up for it, huh? The other one was better. The other well, one. Was better. Okay, well, I just don't want to give you an opportunity. Was that to... on me? Did I say wrestling was dumb? Well, I think he called all of us stupid because we didn't know oh. us like the Greco wrestling. Which, by the way, neither does NBC because I haven't seen that shit once. Yeah, because no one gives a fuck. I don't think it's been on yet. No one gives shit. <laughs> no one Shut cares, up. Ray. You want to uh, see okay. wrestling? Go watch some real shit where they kick the crap out of each other, not just fucking roll around like they're in a burlesque show <laughs> or oh what about the wwe you guys been going back and forth on that ray got real mad at bill the other day. <laughs> we had to shut down the text chain for a sec <laughs> he didn't even say you were banging kids this time uh this one's uh also not the next uh, strongly worded email that we received is also not uh the it's not directed towards anyone in particular but of course we know we who know. it is <laughs> we know. based on the comments uh, here's the, the header, uh, the, or the uh, subject line rockets, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. 
You shot rockets? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I've heard they're more like those snip hingy kids throw on the ground. What they <laughs> those little snappers. <laughs> I know, but what is hingus? He says, I've heard they're more like those snap hinges the kids throw on the ground. <laughs> yeah. We know where he's going with that. Oh, man. I'm so glad we got one of these. <sighs> the line is perfect. I just don't know what H-I-N-G-I-S. Snap hingus. Snap well, hingus. We'll have another strongly worded email after this yeah. one. So. He capitalized the H, so I wanted to make sure I got it right. And I'm sure I didn't. <laughs> I just, the line is good. Rockets? I heard like the little snap hinges. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a couple uh, italian margaritas and then decide to write this so hey i respect it uh, yeah. you, you earned it the uh the rocket <laughs> the rockets line did <laughs> <laughs> it was a doozy <laughs> it was a doozy <laughs> <laughs>